Welcome to another edition of The Angel Nest, where real angel investors and entrepreneurs partner to build great new businesses. I'm David Hemingway. I'm a five-time founder and now an active angel investor. And my mission here is to talk about how investors collaborate with startups to build great companies. We don't make or recommend investments here, but we do try to help entrepreneurs and angels find the right partnerships. Today, we're talking about Brandverge, an on-demand online marketplace for media partnerships that matches advertisers with the publishers and platforms that reach their target audiences. And here to tell us about it are the founders of Brandverge, Lynn Brown and Molly Kehoe, and their early stage angel investor and advisor, Samir Chakshi. Welcome everyone, and thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Great to be here, thank you. Now, it used to be that the options for advertisers to reach consumers were pretty straightforward. There was print, radio, TV, maybe some billboards to reach commuters. But now the digital revolution has changed all that because it's allowed publishers to create online sites for almost every interest. Then there are podcasts, streaming video, so many more different ways to advertise. And all those options have created some chaos because anyone who sells advertising has to find the brand that wants to reach their particular audience, no matter how small it is. And the sponsors, on the other hand, in their advertising agencies, they've had to marshal tremendous resources to track, analyze, buy, and then evaluate all the new platforms. Lynn and Molly, it sounds like the perfect opportunity for a couple of smart advertising professionals to bring some order to the marketplace. How does Brandverge do that? Great question. So this is Lynn speaking. Essentially what Brandverge does is we provide one central destination that brings the buyer and the seller together in a really streamlined way. We're providing all of the options you just mentioned, you know, across various different types of media into one dashboard and provide buyers with, you know, one access point regardless of whether they're a massive media agency with a ton of resources or a relatively new brand that doesn't have quite as many folks working in their marketing team. So we flipped the script, giving them on-demand access to the information about these different partnership opportunities, um, you know, right there at their fingertips within a few clicks versus needing to request that information specifically from partners. Um, and at the same time, what this is doing for our sellers is giving them, you know, visibility and consideration that they would otherwise need to you know, generate their own momentum by pounding the pavement and other sort of direct sales tactics to get potential leads, um, you know, in their consideration set. And one of you is from the buy side and one from the sell side, right? So it was a perfect partnership. Exactly. Yep. My background is on the agency and client side. So I have faced many personal frustrations with, you know, the traditional RFP process, which is the alternative to using Brandverge. It's all done by paper, excels, tons of hours, sort of combing through the options as a buyer. Um, and then Molly, obviously, you know, she represents the sales side, so I'm sure she can dig in a bit more on that. Yeah, but essentially prior to founding Brandverge with Lynn, I spent my career both as an individual salesperson and then running a sales team. Um, without a solution like Brandverge, it's very one-to-one, -one, very cost-intensive, very low success rate, and to be honest, a lot of guesswork. You spend the majority of your time going after organizations or brands that they think should be spending with them instead of focusing their time on brands who actually want to work with them and have the revenue and the capability to do so. So that's what Brandverge is doing. It's, you know, to Lynn's point, flipping the script and making it easier for both sides of the transaction. 
Samir Chakshi, you're a professional investor, now an angel investor, and in the interest of full disclosure, also a good friend. Uh, do you generally target media opportunities, or was there just something about Brandverge that really got you excited? I've been historically a generalist investor, so I, I, um, I met uh, Lynn and Molly uh, at an early angel investment that I went to as I was transitioning away from the hedge fund industry. And uh, I'd been a uh, special situations or event driven investor in the past. So definitely not a, uh, a media focused or, you know, expert uh, by any means. But when I saw their presentation and, and the thing that grabbed me that resonated was just this idea that uh, to, to close um, premium media advertising transactions, it took something like 60 or 80. I can't remember. It was a crazy number of emails, meetings, uh, it, it just seemed like these traditional sort of business practices needed innovation and, um, you know, by creating this marketplace platform for both sides to kind of come together and digitize uh, the process to some, some extent just seemed uh, uh, kind of a no brainer. And, uh, you know, so they, they, they kind of got me on that first meeting. And you're also an advisor to Brandverge. So tell us what that experience has been like. When I make angel investments, I'm always looking for situations where I can be helpful and impactful. And so building a relationship with the founders is, is crucial. It's like a necessary box for me, me to check. And um, here, once I met them, you know, we had a lot of conversations, uh, got comfortable. I climbed the learning curve with them on the industry, problem they were trying to solve. Obviously, I got comfortable that they're very talented and smart both both sides of the transaction like you mentioned buyer and seller just deep experience high integrity character um and figured out like where i could potentially be a good fit on the financial side investor side i've had um you know introduced them to past colleagues i've worked with uh, brought them into other angel groups that i'm a part of so uh, you know tried to help out in that respect as as an advisor so I have to ask, what was it that made you want to invest in Brandverge? Was it the technology behind it, or was it really getting to know Lynn and Molly? I think it was it was both. Um, knowing that uh, a platform could make more efficient this transactional process in in this industry, so I think that's the tech part of it. Um, and then obviously when they're up there and presenting and and getting to know them over the you know few months after that, it you know it was kind of both. We're talking with Lynn Brown and Molly Kehoe of Brandverge, an on-demand media marketplace that brings buyers and sellers together. Your timing seems really interesting here because there are so many niche media properties now that have very valuable audiences, although they may still tend to be smaller businesses. And it must be very difficult for those companies to field the size sales force they need to pitch big advertisers. Yeah, that's actually a really good question. And to your point, that's where we found the most success with mid-sized media organizations who are not as large or who don't, do not have as much power, let's say, as a Facebook or a Google or an Amazon, but have amazing content, loyal audiences, loyal readership or viewership just don't have the resources to hire a massive sales team. And that, to your point, is where a solution like Brandbridge does come in. You know, we can shorten the sales cycle for them by, you know, months. We can, you know, reduce their cost to entry and, you know, allow them to expand 
their, you know, cast a wider net while not having to hire so much staff. And on the other side, what's interesting is the advertisers or the buyers on our marketplace in comparison are pretty much similar where, you know, they're not massive brands or big holding companies, but they do have budget to spend. They do want to be doing stuff creative. So really we found the perfect marriage between these mid-size premium companies and these mid-size brands and agencies who want to work together but didn't have the resources to do so until Brandbridge came around. So if you would, take us through the process. Tell us about a client that really succeeded on your platform. So a use case that we like to lean on is, um, and we have, you know, a number of different case studies up on our website um, that, you know, cross many different verticals of brands and, and sellers as well. But one thing that we like to point to is um, a partnership between a media company called Her Campus and their ability to break new business with an athletic brand. So, you know, they their direct sales team was out hitting the pavement, trying to get in front of a specific athletic brand for four years. Um, they sent emails to both the brand as well as the agency that represents the brand, just trying to get a meeting, just trying to get 30 minutes on someone's calendar who would hear what her campus has to say, who they are, why it's valuable for an athletic brand to partner with them. Um, to Molly's point, they're a perfect example of a great media company that has a super loyal audience and a really niche framework, right? They're hyper-targeting, um, they're hyper-focused at targeting college-age females as well as young females entering the workforce, and that's a hard audience to hit. Um, so, you know, definitely something super valuable. but. What's difficult is with buyers receiving so many cold outreaches from sellers all day, every day, those things often get ignored. Um, so what we were able to do with her campus onboarded to the platform, that same athletic brand came onto the platform, ran a super quick search, and within a couple of hours and a couple of clicks later, had reached out to her campus of their own volition, right, on their own terms after educating themselves on who her campus is. And then within two weeks, her campus had an insertion order for a new program um, for a sizable amount of revenue. So that's a perfect example of where not only were we able to make that match much more quickly within you know, a week or less, but we were able to create net new revenue and net new business where it was hard for the direct seller to forge that relationship just due to the nature of direct sales and how difficult and laborious um, you know, it can be. And anyone who has ever sold advertising knows that two weeks from discovery to sale is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and both sides are really happy because it's sort of the way that we flip the process as well. It's not just easier for the seller to take that qualified lead and, um, you know, get it over the finish line. But it's also a lot more advantageous for the buyer because by the time they're having that initial meeting, they know a lot more about that media company. So they can come to the table with intelligent questions um, with you know, initial points of negotiation based on the opportunity that they've already evaluated. So there's a lot less of that song and dance that happens before an initial RFP. And instead, you have two parties coming to the table to work together in a meaningful way where it's in both parties' best interest to do things, you know, quickly and informed and all that versus, you know, the traditional way of doing things. There's sort of this back and forth where both sides trying to learn what one another does and what their priorities are before there's even, you know, any opportunities or considerations on the table. So Lynn and Molly, how do you get paid? That's something investors always want to know. 
Of course. So we actually take our revenue from the supply side of the platform. So our publishers or media companies who are on the platform selling and promoting their inventory, we work with them on a blended model. So a licensing fee or what we call an access fee um, and then a success fee. So we really want to make sure that we're on the same page with our partners, right? We want to share in their success. So the larger portion of the fee is that success fee. And then we do have some ad hoc ways that we also make revenue, uh, private marketplaces or strategic partnerships, but that's the main source. And tell us about some of the publishers that you're working with. You have some pretty, pretty recognizable names. Yeah, we do. We're really excited. We've grown about 1800% since we launched back in May of 2018. And we have some really great names with us, including Vice Media Group, uh, Tumblr. We just signed Free Wheel, who is part of Comcast, which is really exciting for us. Um, we have about 165 media companies on the platform. So that's just naming a few, but you know, we're really excited as we continue to grow. Um, and we have some podcasts as well. So Midroll and Stitcher, um, Wondery is, is trialing the platform right now. So it's all very exciting as we continue to add more people on each quarter. How big do you think Brand Verge can be? Do you see a day when all advertising will be bought like this? You read our minds. That is our long-term vision. Um, so, you know, we want to be the single destination for all advertising partnerships. You know, whether you're planning out of home or selling radio or buying television, uh, we want it all done through the system. Not only because our platform is built for that, and that's, you know, been our mission as a company all along, but... Also, it'll be so much easier for brands and organizations of any size. You know, sometimes a company has one individual planning social and digital and print. And if you could do it all in one space with one login on one screen, that's going to save organizations so much time, especially as, you know, we're starting to transition more and more to working from home, working digitally. We want to become the solution where you can really do everything in one place. So then you have to transition to larger brands in order to get there. How do you see that happening? Yeah, that's a great question. And there are some outliers. So we do work with some larger organizations on both the supply and the demand side, but our niche or our core success, who we go after when we're out selling are those mid-size. But we see the platform being able to scale, you know, as we grow. Currently, we work with large, large organizations in two ways. One on the public marketplace where maybe they have partnerships with people that they work with year over year, but they want to use Bramberge to figure out who's new in the space. Who is my company not talking to? Or to say, hey, I have this big organization. We feel a bit bloated. We have so many people spending time focusing on executing campaigns with the same small number of partners. What if we could onboard those people into a Bramverge ecosystem and we could operate much more efficiently? So we do work with them now and intend to in the future, but you know, our niche or our proof point of success has been those mid-market companies. Samir, building a platform, a marketplace of any type is really difficult. Uh, and you bring a unique and very helpful perspective as an early investor. Tell us why angels in the future should invest in Lynn and Molly. Um, yeah, good, good question. Uh, I guess 
every you know every situation on the marketplace or platform is different. I mean, I I got involved here, you know, it was pre-revenue. I would say um, the way Lynn and Molly built the platform, iterated, uh, started with a, a freemium approach, got you know this single-minded focus on customers, both sides, iterating, you know, getting their feedback, iterating more. And launching. I mean, they've they've definitely, you know, what I love to see is an investor under promise and over delivered. They've hit each of their milestones and in, in growing both sides of, of the platform. And then um, obviously when I when I invested, you know, we we hadn't heard of COVID, but um, in this day and age and whatever this new abnormal is gonna be, it's it's pretty clear to me that the value proposition for their customer base has has gone up quite a bit. And um, advertising, you know, will continue to grow and this new way of doing things at fish, you know, making more efficient, uh, fun, you know, for buyers and sellers of premium media on this platform. I, I think that what they just hit on, it's going to be a, a hugely scalable business uh, as it gains traction. I'll leave it to them to, to share the details on the current, you know, um, trends uh, on, on both sides, but I, I'm, I think from what I've seen, it's been you know very striking. Uh, what's the best way for potential partners to reach you? Yeah, that's a great question. So partners can get in touch with us directly through our website. Go to gobrandverge.com. There is a button right there where you can cl click uh, request a demo and you'll get directly in touch with one of our salespeople who will get back to you pretty quickly. Uh, it's live and in real time, so we see all that stuff come in. Lynn Brown and Molly Kehoe, congratulations on your early success. Those of us who have bought or tried to sell advertising definitely appreciate what you're doing. So best of luck in the future. Thank you. Thank you very much. You can learn more at our website, theangelnest.com. And now for the disclaimer that we don't make or recommend investments at The Angel Nest. We do not independently verify and cannot be responsible for claims made by our guests or sponsors. You should always do your own homework before investing in any business, especially in private ventures. I'm David Hemingway. We produce The Angel Nest with help from David Newhoff. Thanks for listening. And here's hoping my fellow angel investors and the founders they support find their next great venture. So long until next time.